Welcome to the show. I'm James. I'm David. I'm Riley. And today we are discussing Top Gun Maverick. We'll laugh. We'll argue. We might get a little too into it, but at the end of the day, they're just movies. Welcome to the spoiler zone. Oh, shit. Oh, oh, sorry, geez. guys. Okay, we got there. <laughs> We're the show that recently earned a four star rating with a comment holding out the fifth star until uh, you guys do the Iron Giant. Okay. Whew. If I was going to say something about me being a hater... They did say something about you. They Um, said, other than that, great podcast. Riley, 10 out of 10 Gandalf impression. Hey! You you have a pretty good Gandalf. Love you, buddy. Do it now. Do it on the screen. Fly, you fools! Yeah, not bad. All right. 10 out of 10. Uh, Next week, we're going to do Star Wars episodes 1 to 3 in a fan edit. It's called Star Wars 1 to 3, The Chosen One. Mm. It's all three movies combined (laughs) into one only three-hour movie. Because we've done episode... One. One and two. Yes. And now we're about to watch yet another Star Wars prequel, and we're like, do we want to do this? We're too bored of Let's them. make it more interesting. And if you are, like, upset that we're not going to do episode three on its own, we've all seen it a bunch. Yeah, we're, we're going to talk, gonna talk about, about it. it. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry. And don't worry, guys. Just because this isn't an official movie doesn't mean it's going to be hard for you to get. It's on Vimeo, and we're, we'll Hello? have it linked when we post that video. Bam. Oh, yeah, yeah. You should or all be able we'll to watch it. it easily. We'll tweet it, too. Nice. We'll do it all. <laughs> but today, we're doing Top Gun Maverick. And isn't it weird that the word Maverick... Is spelled like Maverick. Instead of what? Why is there an extra E in there? Because Ma- the R could come right after the V. Anyways. Maverick. What are you giving this movie out of 10, dude? Maverick. Ma- Maverick. <laughs> Maverick. Maverick. But you, you do say it's different. You, it's English different. is weird. I like it like this. Maverick. I, I don't want it to be Maverick. It is Maverick. No, it, it would be Ma- <laughs> Well, you're right. But I don't want it to be Maverick. Go ahead, David. <laughs> uh, Top Gun Maverick is exactly what a summer blockbuster needs to be. 8 out of 10. Simple. Wow. wow. It's great. Eight. It's one of those movies that came out. I was pumped, man. Mm. And I did. I was like excited to see it, but I wasn't like, this is going to be great. The first one isn't that special to me. It's like, yeah, it's kind of a cheesy, campy 80s movie. Mm. This one's fucking awesome. Yeah. It's a thrilling movie. I got to agree. I was like, I watched. I, first, when I saw this trailer, I was like, no. <laughs> and then I watched last weekend the first one, and I started getting all into, into the behind the scenes, like all the, all the, all the actors were pulling G's. This yeah, is going to yeah. be so. I was hyped for this yeah. movie, but it's not my turn. David. So, oh, so you know behind yeah. the scenes stuff? That's I mean, a little bit. I mean, Riley. Um, <clears throat> Top Gun Maverick depicts skilled pilots executing daring aerial maneuvers, like inverting their planes to dive into dangerous territory, which is appropriate because this is the movie equivalent of inverting a can of spray cheese to dispense it directly into your mouth. Mmm. Delicious. Seven out of ten. Yep. Uh, I like the movie. I think it's like, you know, there's a lot to enjoy. There's a lot that I feel like would be missing from something that I would give a higher score to, but I had a great time. Fighter jets are cool. I haven't seen the first one, so we can talk about that, but Hmm. go ahead, James. I've noticed a trend where we all have slogans after our slogans now. Well, I have to explain. (laughs) I have to explain this. Well, they're called slogans. Ah, true. We could get rid of it. Here I go. The movie is pretty cheesy, boring, and pretty much sucks, earning it a rating of about six from me. Until the last half hour. Holy shit, that was dope. So sick. Overall seven. Sure. Interesting. You thought you were bored. I was in the theater like, this sucks. And then then it like it was so sick. (laughs) It was into eight and nine territories for the last bit. I feel like I feel that for some parts of the movie. Yeah. If you have to choose, that's how you want it to go. You don't want the beginning to be sick and people to walk out like 
It doesn't yeah, matter. Well, that definitely wasn't that. The ending has to be good, and it I'm was. Excited to hear what you have to say. Then. Me too. After this message from Secret Lab, who sponsored today's video, Secret Lab chairs, which I'm sitting in, well, just one, are engineered to keep you comfortable for long hours at work and play. Their Titan Evo 2022 series chair offers four-way lumbar support, comes with a magnetic memory foam head pillow, and is offered in different upholsteries like hybrid leatherette, soft weave fabric, and Napa leather, the official leather of Top Gun Academy, <laughs> with up to five-year extended warranty and a 49-day return policy you're covered if anything goes wrong so learn more at secret lab damn it i always do this so learn more about secret lab at lmg.gg slash secret lab tjm we're also brought to you by storyblocks thanks storyblocks you ever needed a quick clip for a video but didn't have the capacity to make yourself Mm -hmm. well storyblocks helps you bring your stories to life without sacrificing due to time or budget or resource or because you don't feel like it that day there are over a million royalty free assets for you to choose from including 4k and hd footage there's adobe templates there's music there's images and a wide array of diverse and inclusive content wow (laughs) there's pictures of billionaires non billionaires (laughs) Uh, there are subscriptions (laughs) for every budget so you can choose the plan that works for you from their unlimited all access plan that gives you unlimited video and audio downloads to enterprise licensing so your entire company has access to the assets you need when you need them we use storyblocks here at lions tech tips we don't always have time to go go out and get the perfect shot but we don't need to with storyblocks so <laughs> take your videos to the next level by checking out storyblocks today at storyblocks.com tjm not many people know that most of the people that you see in stock photos are just billionaires <laughs> yeah, Elon's sons. They're secret millionaires. They're passion projects. Yeah. These stock photo shoots. They're the ones you don't know about. All right, Riley, hit us up with the what happened in this movie. Over 30 years after Top Gun, Captain Pete Maverick Mitchell has avoided promotion so he could continue flying as a Navy test pilot. When he destroys a prototype jet by taking it above Mach 10 in a failed attempt to save his test program, Maverick is reassigned by his old friend Admiral Tom Iceman Kazansky to be a Top Gun instructor overseen by Vice Admiral Bo Cyclone Simpson. His task train an elite group of F-18 pilots for an urgent, high-risk mission, bombing a uranium enrichment facility somewhere. It's in Mordor or something. I like the bag (laughs) It's unclear whether the mission is humanly possible, but to further complicate things, one of the pilots in the program is the son of Maverick's late best friend, Goose, Lieutenant Bradley Rooster Bradshaw. Another foul name, you'll notice. (laughs) Who resents Maverick for blocking his application to the Naval Academy and setting back his career. Throughout their training, the cautious Rooster clashes with Maverick and his cocky rival, Hangman, that's Rooster's rival, but Maverick reunites with and receives guidance from his former girlfriend, Penny Benjamin, and Iceman, who is suffering from throat cancer. The team finally begins to bond, but when Iceman dies days later, Cyclone fires Maverick and takes over the training, changing the mission parameters to be more feasible, but less survivable. So Maverick steals an F-18 and completes the simulated course using his own mission parameters, demonstrating that it can be done. Cyclone reluctantly appoints Maverick to fly his strike team lead, and he chooses Rooster to pilot one of the other three fighters. The team completes their mission, but are attacked by missiles as they escape, and Maverick sacrifices his jet to save Rooster and ejects. The remaining flighters, flighters return to the aircraft carrier, but Rooster turns back and saves Maverick He's no chicken. from an enemy <laughs> helicopter before, before being shot down himself. Reuniting on the ground, the two men steal an enemy F-14, but just as they're about to be shot down, the pursuing enemy Su-57 is destroyed by Hangman, the mission's backup pilot. Later, Maverick and Rooster are seen working together on a P-51 Mustang, which Maverick uses to take Penny for a joyride. Ooh, it's all American, baby. Penny didn't have to be in this movie at all. (laughs) 
she, yeah. she needed a person to talk about his feelings with. Right. Be, it doesn't, you can't have men talk about their feelings to other men. You needed someone to be like, yeah, maybe you should let go and just trust him. That's basically the whole thing. That- I, I thought that was interesting because I, you know, I haven't seen the first one. And so I went and looked up and I'm like, was Jennifer Connelly no. in the first one? That character no. does not exist in it the was first a, one. Right. But it's he has a love interest. In the first yeah. one. Yeah. And it's a very similar situation. And I thought it was very interesting that they almost wrote it to make it seem like if you didn't know that she was in the previous one, like they have this history. And like, I was like, I don't remember her being in it, but I'm like, but it's so clearly they, what? They have Uh, history. It's just just in the intervening years. That's opening up the, the Maverick extended universe. Yeah. (laughs) They're both veterans of Hollywood. That's how it felt. The TGCU. Yeah. Um, so you guys have seen the first Top Gun. Were you, have you ever, just to dwell there for a second, have you ever seen two 50-year-olds you wanted to see bang <laughs> as bad as those two? Uh, <laughs> the, the, we need I mean, to go back yeah. to the first part of that question because I, that doesn't exist really. Two 50-year-olds? Are there two 50-year-olds that I can think of that I would want to see bang? Oh, I can I, think of several. I'm just saying Jennifer I Connelly guess I just, and... And uh, Tom Cruise. Well, Tom Cruise is icky, but they're both looking pretty nice. If you didn't know who he was, you'd be like, "That guy's hot." But then, (laughs) you know about what he's who he is. How old is Tom Cruise? Sixty something, I think. Because it's it's sixty. It's actually crazy because he doesn't even look like that much older than he looks in like the old photos in this movie. He's forty three. (laughs) because <laughs> yeah you're right though because i was thinking i'm pretty sure i saw tom cruise looking a little saggy and old when i was in high school right like in mission impossible 4 i was like yeah. oh he's a little older now yeah but he stayed that age he has not declined he's got great work they've they've mastered <laughs> Good job. plastic he surgery. must have Good french kissed keanu reeves or something yeah <laughs> this guy's time traveling Sucked some of his age <laughs> of, his youth, of his youth started really strong for me because that's that got that 80s style montage of welcome to the danger zone i with, love that shit yeah with like the plane taking off and like the people being like go 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 okay so it's not even 80s style it is top gun style yeah it's the same opening song the same song it's the same kind of golden hour color hue it's all orange and it's for a while, I was wondering if it was shot for shot. I haven't verified it, but it's really similar. Really similar and right? it kind of comes full circle to when the credits roll at the end and it says, you know, it's like a love letter to Tony Scott in memory of, mm, of yeah. Tony Scott, the director of the first movie, who is now dead. Right. Um, they, it's like that opening was really just, here, here you go, Tony. Just, totally. Just like you had it. I mean, okay, so as someone who hasn't seen uh, the first Top Gun, I, during that whole sequence, I was just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like I kind of appreciated it because I'm like, this feels very much like an 80s movie. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm watching a movie yeah. not from this era. But uh, at the same time, it kept going. And I'm like, I wrote overly nostalgic intro montage for why? <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> that's like, why. What's, what's the point here? For Other one... than to just be like signal to the people who've seen the first one. It's like, this is, remember the first one? I don't know. To me, I think on its own, it's cool. Cause it's like, it's jets, man. And like the movie does a good job <laughs> introducing you to jet. I think it does a masterful job making jets fucking awesome. I wish and that that line <laughs> was in the movie. Well, this is <laughs> hey, the thing. It's jets, in man. In the first movie, <laughs> David was right. You guys are both right. In the first movie, it's Jets, man, and these are fucking real, and these are real people with real jobs in right. a real setting, and it's badass. Yeah. yeah. And then it, Riley's right because that was the first movie. Yeah. This is the second movie, and it's just nostalgia bait. But I'm here for it me for too. some reason. It just works for me. Yeah. And another reason that it feels weird and like you're watching an '80s movie is because it's two songs for one sequence. They're doing like that kind of the theme. It's all 
gravitas like hey what we do is important and kind of is inspiring <laughs> and then that song ends in a dead 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 it's right. highway to the danger zone suddenly you're like you know what what we do is pretty yeah. fucking cool do yeah. you know what you say we're not just soldiers we're rock stars i think why it also works for me is that it's to serve the dual purpose of explaining how jets take off from carriers and mm. i was like that's cool like the little catch things yeah, little so. launch things yeah, i think it was before. more expository in this one I don't think it's shot for shot. In the first one, I don't think they really show it as clearly. Like, yeah, that little donkey dick's gonna come down and, yeah. and catch him. It's so cool. I know. He's I got coming s- in the, the landing gear buzzed. He's like, I got no donkey dick, guys. I'm sorted. I'm sorted. I'm I'm Flying raw. <laughs> pull up or pull out, Mister. Um, this is gonna be a funny episode, guys. Saying, no, I, I, I think that I was I just, just hyped. I was hyped by the Jets almost immediately. I just want, and I just want to make clear that, like, okay, I, I'm identifying these like super cheesy elements of this movie, um, and I, you know, I know that they're there, but at the same time. I'm a red-blooded male, yeah. and I see cool fighter jets, and I get stoked. Oh, totally! Like Look at those as engines. This, as this movie goes on, I'm like simultane- simultaneously kind of cringing at like the awkwardness and cheesiness of some of the scenes. But then there's a scene where they're pulling off like sick maneuvers, and I'm like, hell yeah! Like I, I think at some point I was like, oh hell yeah! Oh, in yeah. the theater, I saw this movie by myself. We had some clappers. <laughs> yeah. We had some clappers in our theater, and they were justified clappers. <laughs> well, I don't even want to talk about the action yet because that's going to be, I think, the best. Let's part. just keep keep going through it like yeah. bit sure. by bit because. Because it does kind of a hard left turn, or what is that called in the aerial world? A roll, a bank, sure, some yaw. Yeah, roll. Yaw is not a yeah. Pitch, yeah pitch is up yaw is like a slow left turn. We're taxiing left. We're talking here. about roll, a bank. Yeah, roll yeah. left. Yeah. Anyways, it goes to what Maverick's doing now, <clears throat> and I thought it was a little cheesy when he had like, here's my locker and my mirror that are adorned with. So many pictures <laughs> of this one experience I had yeah. in my life with yeah. this goose it's guy. It's a little over the top. Um, but you kind of go into the inciting of action of the movie. It's like, okay, Maverick, he's still Maverick. He's still saying, screw you to the higher ups and testing this cool future jet, which is yeah. cool, with no windshield in the middle that you can see through. Do you notice that? No, I didn't really? notice that. The cockpit... The windows are only on the sides. Right. When he's looking straight ahead, oh. it's just instrument panel. And like, oh, That's modern jets. You, know, you, don't, you don't even yeah. need... You just look at your instrumentation. I like that that whole sequence is a really clear indicator of exactly where he is. He's the same, but you're, you as an audience find... I found him justified in doing what he's doing, where he's putting everything on the line to save this whole program, to save these people's jobs, to do those things. And it doesn't feel like it's a selfish ego thing. It felt like, oh, it's like he's, he's, he's doing it for the greater good yeah. until... It becomes an ego thing, and I think that's such a good like. This is exactly where Maverick is. Very yeah, that is cool because he clarified, "I'm not doing this for. I'm doing this for the people who are not going to be out of the job when this program closes." So that was cool, and that's a continuation where we left him with them for the first one because the first one's all about these two people, Iceman and and Maverick, who want to be top of the Top Gun Mm. class, and ultimately. Maverick is the wingman. He he ultimately uh, become he comes in second place and he saves Iceman. And then that's the whole thing at the end that, that they show photos of in this movie where they're like grabbing hands. Yeah, right. You can be my wingman anytime. In my <laughs> and head, he's, and he's happy Tom and fulfilled Cruise. being second. In my yeah. head, I remember the line as "You can ride my tail anytime," <laughs> which is a way better line. <laughs> you can give me a reach around anytime. <laughs> you can spread my butt cheeks and tongue. My- okay. <laughs> okay. Anyways, yeah, that oh, I, yeah. I liked that opening sequence because it's cool. Uh, apparently, that was an option for the entire movie was going to be about that like stealth bomber. It was going to be kind of like that angle. Um, but 
I think it's it's a thrilling little intro to show you like the speed and like the practical effects they do. Yeah. That shot of it taking off and Ed Harris like getting blasted yeah. by like the the shockwave and like the roof of shot. the building come up. Phenomenal! It's like, so cool. Kind of pissed me off though because I was like, "How's that roof coming off when this guy's still on his feet?" And Ed Harris is like seventy five. It's okay, I think it's because it catches it catches it, more air. Taking maybe? creative okay. license. This guy's ears are gone. He's lower yeah. to the ground as he, well. His head is a thumb now. <laughs> I saw I saw a couple shots of like when they were shooting the movie, the crew when the jets would fly overhead, and like if it got too close, they were they would all like have a very human like a visceral like fear, right? Because it all be like. <gasps> Because like, it's so loud, so close, and it's so interesting watching the little behind-the-scene clips of this movie. But when I saw the roof come up, I was like, wait a second. Does this not... This must happen all the time. Because they're taking off... Is, that, that's is, the runway. Was this like a faster takeoff than normal? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> I think it's probably Bad like, design. It was pretty short, so it probably was like a taxiway or something, and then it's just like made for the shot right, or right. something. That I was wondered great, if though. the if Ed Harris not getting knocked down his ass there j- jived with me. It was a bit of a nitpick for me. Um, because in the first movie, whenever they're buzzing the tower or anything like that, the, the higher ups are like spilling coffee on themselves. Yeah. Oh, that bastard Maverick. Ah, I'll get you. Yeah. Uh, but he just stands there like a, yeah. like a monolith. Like, no, which I, that was, I like as a character yeah. thing. It's well, a good, a, like, it the, is a the, character. The thing. army has changed and he's like, he's now coming up against an immovable force. Right. Yeah. Because, because we are supposed to be kind of scared of him. So yeah. this kind of like shows you that like, Hey, he's, he's no, he's not to be him. trifled with. Yeah. It was cool to have this new jet that is like sharp, like a damn knife. Yeah. Um, you want to see some new stuff. So it was Dark kind of, Star. I, I agree with him that's opening my, the movie with that's that. That's my My Little Pony name. Dark Star. Dark Star. Dark Star. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool, Jet. He gets compelled to go back to Top Gun. At the end of the first movie, he says, they're like, what are you going to do now, Mav? And he says, I think I'll I'll teach because you're allowed. To, you're, anyone you got second passes, place. What do you do when you can't do? Yeah, teach. teach. And anyone who and, passes and anyone Top Gun teach, teaches Jim. <laughs> is invited to teach at Top Gun. So I guess the lore in this movie explains that he did do that for like three months or something. I found that a weird explanation where it's like he only did it for a couple months. I don't know. I I just, I don't like when movies change kind of what the arc was so that they can have him do it again. It really changes how you think about the first, the ending of the first movie. But But to, to be, to its credit though, I totally dig what you're saying generally, but I didn't feel at the end of the first movie that it was believable that he would teach. That's fair. I was like, right. Matt, why would he do that? He okay. loves just like ripping Why? around. Well, then in that sense, it could be like, oh, we're fixing the first one a little bit. In a bit, yeah. in a way. Yeah, I love that first scene because like, as you said, David, it gives us his character. Like, okay, he's going to try to help people, but optimally when you help people, it's also in a way that he can show off his amazing skills or whatever. Yeah. Um, which is how he like saves the day basically by like proving that the mission can be done. But it's also... Um, yeah, it's like a contrast between this like cool new plane that we see, and then where do we go from there? No, we we can't use the new F thirty fives or the F twenty twos. We have to use the old F 18s Which is smart. Which is funny because I thought not seeing the first movie that oh okay did they fly F eighteens in the first one? But no, they were flying F fourteens in that one. Why did they have to use eighteens in this one? Um, it's because they, there's like a GPS jammer that'll basically make the instruments on the F thirty five useless. Okay. I don't know if that's real, but that's the excuse. Okay, they I did. missed that in the movie, and I'm like, throughout, I was like, why are they flying F 18s Because I'm like, the F twenty two exists. So, do you guys think in like the meta <clears throat> is that because they couldn't get access to the newer planes? It might be because the F thirty fives are so expensive and they I, suck. It might also be because I think. Well, apparently, there's all sorts of issues with the F thirty five program. Oh, okay. that's possible. I know in the first movie they had a they. 
in order to make the movie they wanted to make, they needed to get cooperation from the Navy. They got it for this one, too. So, But that means there's a limit to that, right? So they they may have asked. Well, I think the F-35, you need like an AR helmet and shit. Like, it's really much more sci-fi in you advance. Need an Oculus so Quest, at least. There's, <laughs> there's, I think there's something more primal about this kind of jet where, like, we've seen it in movies. We kind of understand. And, like, it's, like, there's still a human operating things, whereas an yeah. F-35, it's really like a... An advanced machine, yeah, it with does, a human it does, kind of doing some stuff. It adds to the vibe of like, okay, we're back home. We're back home in this like nostalgic place with the Top Gun people and the Ace pilots, and like, it's not the hardware; it's the pilot. And I feel like we've had some movies. <laughs> for some reason, I'm thinking about Stealth, the movie about the like the, the AI you know, stealth fighter. <laughs> you know, that movie was like, more popular than uh, than people let on. Right. Well, I really? remember it obviously, but but I worked um, in the movie theater when that was coming out. I never saw it for some reason, but I remember. I didn't it see was it either. at the theater for like a long time huh. and people kept coming and they seemed yeah. to like it. Yeah. But I think, I think it like that when you watch a movie like that, it's showing this like cool new technology. And I feel like we've seen so many, so many movies depict like, Ooh, advanced AI technology. And it's like, Oh, oh it's going rogue. It's not working. It's like, I feel like they just, by using F-18s, they just kind of took the machinery out of it. It's not about the planes. Well, I like, it's about the pilots. I like what they do with the stakes too, where it's like, well, like there's all these different obstacles they're going to come up against on the final run. And the big one is they're going to go against these fifth generation fighters, right. these SU-57s or whatever yep. um, that are are way more advanced. And like an F-18 versus a fifth generation fighter, that's a real uneven matchup. Mm. And then at the last minute of the movie, he's like, oh, you thought it was going to be F-18s? Oh, oh, no, no, no. F-14s. Yeah. And it's like this let's get to that. Hype. Let's get to that later, though. You're right. That you're is right. awesome. But how about the cast, the, the squad, the rest of the people? Mm. My... My uh, the the people I saw the movie with as soon as we finished they're like that was the hottest movie I've seen in a long time and I was like yep it's a lot that was of attractive a hot then. squad a lot, lot of very attractive people in yeah. there yeah. well that's the whole volleyball scene in the first one is like <laughs> just just to show off the actors yeah. hotness yeah. I at least so like I was pissed off at that scene because I was like what. What are we the doing football here? scene. Yes. Because I was like, okay, I know that there was a volleyball scene in the first one, and now we have to have another yeah. scene just like it in this one. I was like, what is the point of this? But then they kind of worked it into the plot, where I the guy's it, like, yeah. what the hell are you doing over here? Like, this is frivolous not only to the program, but to the plot of this movie. And then, <laughs> and then you know, Maverick's like, hey, this is team building. You said to build my, a team. I'm I like, have, okay, all right, I forgive you a little bit. I have bit. a hot take that might get me canceled <clears> about <throat> that scene, though, which is, the whole point of it is to, I guess, sexualize the people and show off their muscles and stuff and if if you're not going to get actually aroused by these men if let's say you're a uh, heterosexual dude watching this at least it's aspirational then i want to be like right right my beef is in a world focusing on equality (laughs) they did not sexualize the one woman enough oh my gosh she's like wearing so many clothes and i'm not saying we needed to sexualize her wait what do you mean what did you Show me those toned shoulders. What are you? Th- what? She's, She's wearing, wearing a, sports a, a sports bra. There's like no shots of her. Everyone else is half naked. There's only like two or three women in there at all. But I mean, this. I, I hear what you're saying. This movie is. <laughs> it's only the men are like. <laughs> oil, only the men are more oiled up and shit. I'm like, what the hell? I think it's just you really want something. I was like, I want something. Come on, <laughs> at least Olympic level outfit. It's because the movie has to exist in that sweet spot of like appealing to everyone, and so it has to be like. Not except for creeps like me. Yeah. Well, honestly, it's kind of funny. I feel like you know, we, uh, you could make statements about the sexualization of women and the objectification of women being a problem in like Hollywood and video games and all these things. But it's funny that when we get this type of sexualization of men, 
Like it doesn't seem to bother people at all. It's like no one's no one's writing articles about how this is a problematic objectification of the male body or whatever. I think it's because like, the systemic problem of objectifying men isn't is like yeah, it's, it's not, it's a, not problem, a problem, right? right? But I, just, I don't know. This is a stupid thing. I'm not gonna like die on this hill. <laughs> I just kind of think like if you're gonna make it like a sizzle reel where everyone's looking hot. Then treat everyone equally, oil them all up, make them all look hot, give them all a slow motion shot. And I'm not saying it has to be all about See, like. I, but I, let me finish, please. No, <laughs> I don't. I'm not saying it has to be sec, like sexualize this woman in a way that we traditionally have done. So it doesn't have to be about like boobs and butts. It, it could be about her like awesome toned shoulders because she can do a fuck ton of chin ups. Hmm. But like, give the devil its due. I feel like I'm the devil. I, I feel like the, <laughs> the the scene didn't try extra hard to sexualize the men. Like I, so I don't. I, I feel like I don't see this imbalance you're talking about because they were both kind of depicted in the same way. She was just in there with them. Yeah. So it's like in order to have this like equality that you're talking about, we would have to like separate the girl from the rest and like do a close up on her, where we don't really get like a close up on any of the guys. Yeah. Just, it's just all action shots and people are moving around. And I feel like the sexy shot, like there's a couple of like like one hangman like kind of like flexes, yeah, and stretches like, up, but it's like and Miles Teller does sense. like a little dance. Yeah, like, it all makes sense know. as to like what it is. And I'd have just, to look at it shot for shot again. Maybe there's more single person close ups in the. First first movie well and it's in the first one there's a lot of like right. just yeah. you just you just they, you. there's not too much of that and i think because it's shot so late in the day that's very silhouette yeah. yeah so it didn't feel as like uh, objectifying as i think a bunch the, of more wearing like pants and stuff yeah. so it's like i didn't like bob the nerd one has a shirt on oh does he oh well, he can't be sexy he's supposed to be the nerd that's right but he's bill pullman's kid so you know, you know he's, he's ripped under there did we ever find Is out that, what, yeah, yeah i, was, I saw that it was pullman i was like that's somebody's son bill bill pullman who's that he's the president in uh the alien movie Independence, Independence Day. Day and the dad and uh, Casper. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't remember that, but he's been in a bunch that's of stuff. His, that's his. He was bigger in the nineties. Pullman. So you let's call him jerk off. You guys found the first part of the movie, like the the second act, kind of boring, hey? Yeah, it's when they start doing all the kind of. I don't. I almost said character work, but uh, that's a kind of generous. It's when they do all the whole like he's going to the bar and they're singing the songs oh my and gosh. just all that kind of stuff. I didn't think it was boring. I just thought it was like there was just no it's attempt cheesy. to mitigate the cheese in any way. It's just unmitigated I also, but I don't cheese. care about these people. I don't know this what, Jennifer the Connelly character, and oh. I don't care about her, and I don't know any of these pilots. I don't care about them. See, I cared I, about I, the pilots. They, yeah, I like. I thought they did a good job with the pilots because they don't actually spend that much time on them. But I like. That he's getting this view as to like what the real dynamic is, and then even that hangman's an asshole to him, and like yeah. it all come back and stuff. Like I like I like that bar scene. I think the ringing the bell and everyone cheering it go it just goes on a little bit too long. But I think I like a lot of what they do when scene. they're singing that song, and they're doing the flashbacks of like there's too many flashbacks. Agreed. I thought it was it was a little heavy handed there. Agreed. And then Jennifer Connelly sees him, and then he has another flashback about the same thing, and then he pauses, and then he has another flashback. Yeah. Yeah, see, so this was interesting, like, because, again, I haven't seen the movie, so I kind of appreciated those flashbacks, because I was like, oh, I'm getting the information that... It's been I'm 35 years, Thank I'm presumably <laughs> missing by not seeing it, so I was like, okay, now, I, now I'm now i fully up to date with what the, the story is with Goose. Maybe I, the choice when you're making this movie is, like, you know, the, these two things exist at once, some people are going to like it, some people won't like it as much, yeah. and it's just, like, it's more beneficial to you than it is detrimental to me, yeah. 100%. so we put it exactly. in. I, I, no matter what, I think it needs to be in there, I just think that it, they dwell it for a long time and mm. you see a lot of that scene and yeah they, they do a lot of zoom ins on really grainy footage where you're like that wasn't the shot and but then like you, uh, direct cuts between goose's like a picture of goose and, and oh, rooster yeah. and you're like i was like did they have to make him look like exactly like him basically i like, like that same mustache, I, I, I same, like that 
I just don't like that his name is Rooster. Also, though, it's, it's like, just always a bit weird on. to me. I guess when they're like, when when the when a movie implies that sons are just their dads, like you're just you're just a copy of your dad. Yeah, and his you whole know? entire existence, he's just wanting to relive. Exactly. His dad. Yeah. I'm like, have what about what about identity and like what about being your own person? You know, I don't know. Well, I don't think they made him so much. Like he didn't have Goose's characteristics necessarily. Like Goose, Did he not? Well, first of all, he's in the front seat piloting. He's mm. not somebody's uh, oh, okay. Rio like sure. he is, in, like Goose was. A term they don't even use in this movie. Um, WSO. R-I-O. It's like radar interceptor officer. In this one, it's a WSO. Oh, that's what you're saying. Weapon specialized operative. Backseat guy. Backseat driver. And you're allowed to say guy because they're all guys. <clears throat> Except the one. No, she's not a backseat guy. She's a front oh, seat gal. Fr- front seat gal. Uh, anyways. Um, you're talking about the character? Yeah. Who? Sorry, what were you talking about? I don't know. I'm talking about how like he doesn't have the same like traits necessarily. Like no. he he is his own person. He, we know that he he wants to get this done. He's driving more slowly and carefully, but still fast so that he can get it done for sure. And like that's characterizing him. Mm. Yeah. We don't know that Goose would have done it that way necessarily. Right. Mm. He's got almost more like Iceman. Iceman's whole thing was precision, cold calculation, whereas the Mavericks all intuition and just like go right. for it. Don't think, just do. Yeah, feel which is like, try. I just yeah. like I'm just waiting for the the scene in which he's like, "Don't think, just do," and then the pilot, like the pilot, he's telling that to is like, "Yeah, okay," and then they like Fast just go, yeah, they just like die. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, "Oh." I guess I can't tell everyone that. There's a couple times where I imagined that <laughs> happening in this movie where it's like, do this. And like, yeah. And then they just right into a mountain. If this movie was like a deconstruction of the Top Gun <laughs> franchise, then that's what would happen. Well, but we because- have to, we also have to <clears throat> consider that they've already graduated from Top Gun. So don't yeah. think, just do with all the training that you already have. That's fair. And all the expertise you're coming into this with. Yeah, trust your gut. It was a bit strange to have Maverick like just completely tool them when they're like the best of the best. Yeah. I mean like if it's anything <laughs> it like gaming or it's like as soon as you're not 26 anymore, yeah. you're not going to be able to But I guess to with like guys. No, but I think though to me it was because he has more practice on that kind of jet. So they're used to the F-35s and like the really... No, they're F-18 pilots. They're F-18 pilots. Yeah. Oh, I thought they were... Uh, uh, I was right. not, in my head, that was the explanation. And so now I have questions. <laughs> well, I mean, you also can't just be generally... Like there are people who are just prodigies and they're better than everyone who comes later for the next I 20 mean, years. I yes. guess I, I'm not entirely sure whether they are F-18 pilots specifically that the Wikipedia said they're F-18 pilots, but maybe they're just... I think they I said that like they had to like downgrade the jets... <clears throat> I think I would think so. If they're the best, the best, it doesn't make sense be... for them not using the best jets. But at the same time, there are more no. There, there is F-18s a line. There's, there's a service. line where they're like, "Oh, we won't be able, you won't be able to count on what you're used to," kind of thing. Mm-hmm. They, they, too, they, they do talk about it. I'm pretty sure. I, I don't think know. there are more F-18s in service right now than F-35s. Then they're like, then well, definitely than F-35s, but maybe than F-22s. I'm not sure. Let's mm. get into the heist. <laughs> yeah, I love the format of this movie that it's like. 80% build up, 20% payoff. Because like normally a heist movie, there's like a bunch of characterization and then there's like the, we're going to do the heist and then they do the heist for like a third of the movie. And it's sort of like that, but the way they do it is it's all like explanation of the heist and build up and failing and failing and failing and failing and then maybe a glint of hope and then failing and failing and failing. And it sets the final mission as so hard, like impossibly hard so that when you do get there, Every twist and turn is so thrilling because you know the stakes are so high and this is impossibly hard. And I like, I I loved it. I yeah. was so the thing that's it. weird is usually in a TV or movie show, what? Uh, 
usually they're gonna go they go like this okay here's the plan and then everything will occur according to plan or they go okay here's the plan and, and then they, they sell going. the plan they say the plan to the audience they, but then later when we see the plan enacted it will not go according to plan yeah in this movie they say here's the plan and they tell us and we see it for an hour and then when they go to actually do it there are unexpected changes and twists right but they're not that grave like what's the difference those two bandits are in the air already yeah and then that's it for the actual <laughs> mission yeah not not much has changed there's a bridge they have to fly through yeah true true yeah. uh the laser kind of acts up when he has to shoot yeah and I, I think like having as many missiles as, as they as happened was unexpected i don't think they were expecting that many missiles to chase them they knew that but they knew there was missiles yeah. they didn't really but, talk about that but, phase of the plan it's but just here's like, the thing that's weird it's like even though they broke that kind of rule mm-hmm. of cinema, it still was so awesome. So awesome. Is that because of the jets? <laughs> is that because of all the like the I just uh, feel like flares that they launch behind them and stuff? A few things. I think part of it is that it, it is jets and it's all practical. And so there's just like a weight and an excitement behind everything because it's like those actors are inside of planes that are really fucking flying. And so it looks Is that so what cool. they did? Yeah. They're in the air with like like six Venice cameras on the plane pointing at them and they're like really doing not all the things. But, but who's flying? A pilot. Not the actor. Some no. the, Some of the, the like Tom Cruise can fly and he does some of his flying. Yeah, um, I'm sure he but does. The actors, I'm pretty sure it's probably like a remote or something. But I was they're thinking really like, in a plane with that happening. That scene like where Tom um, Maverick is like doing the route and he's like showing him how it's done and he's like. You know, it's got these like visceral, yeah, these visceral shots where he's like, he's getting like thrown around. He's like grunting and stuff. I was just like, damn, this feels real. It is real. It was. But like, I think in my mind, I was like, but he can't actually be doing it. This course <laughs> is is humanly impossible. And I'm like, wait, he's probably just, he's, do, he's doing like something. He's not actually doing the super yeah. hard course. Yeah, he's so, just acting. <laughs> in the first movie, they all had to do a ton of training. They had to do like escape from this thing underwater and stuff just in case there's an accident over top of the ocean. They did even more for this one. And they all pulled a ton of G's, I think up to like eight G's or wow. something like that. And they were, they were really selling it as to pitch the movie, right? Like, uh, and they, I heard, I think, Cruz specifically say, you know, you can't act what it looks like to pull G's. Yeah. Right. And then I watched this movie, and I was very stoked on this. And then I watched the movie, and I thought, you could act that. <laughs> I like, don't think you could. I think it's... <laughs> they're just... I'll do it up. No, it doesn't, it doesn't <laughs> look right, man. It's the not way, the right. The that way, looked, this, James, the way the skin that did not pulls, look good. Because <laughs> it's not just like... <laughs> I, I don't know. I think you're... I don't, I don't agree with that at all. I think, like, with the G's specifically, when they're doing the climb up at 9, 10 G's or whatever... The skin pulls down on their face in a way where you're like, that's ugly. Yeah. That's gross. You can see that effect a, f- yeah. a few times. And I mean, the like, same with like every twist and turn when like they're jerked around. Like, yeah, you could do it like in a VR simulator, yeah. but like it's not the same. Like there, there's reaction. There's like a little like split second human thing where it's like they're scared. Yeah. And like, like it's it's so visceral. And I think that's a huge part of why this movie works is it's not. Fake. Yeah. There's fake things, but like it feels so real. I feel like when you think about flying jets. I think it's easy to like not really think of it as being this like crazy complicated thing. You know, it's just like okay, you're turning now, you turn this way and then you turn that way, and blah blah. blah. It's not a big deal. But then like, but the way that they depict these people like basically getting jostled around in these because cog- like you 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 realize that, like this is a vehicle made of steel and metal and whatever all this stuff, and then inside is this like little flesh bag and it's going <laughs> like getting knocked around like crazy. It really makes you feel 
the visceral element of it, and it gets you excited. Yeah. Even though like they're not doing anything crazy, they're just turning back and forth a lot. I think yeah. it's completely complex and intimidating, <laughs> man. Like I can't even imagine how smart you'd have to be to think in those three dimensions to oh, be like, yeah. okay, I'm gonna take this maneuver that way, and the game theory is. They'll probably do that, and the capability of this jet won't let him do this. Have you played? And I need to be there. Oh so, God. like, okay, I <laughs> like don't know. To, to not get shot, to not yeah. be like, oh shit, he's behind me. Ah, man. Yeah, that- I, I, I feel like I've been in. Maybe this is just showing my ignorance, but like, I've, I've played a lot of flying games. I've been into flying games, and I feel like that element of it doesn't like really, like tickle my brain so much because I'm like okay you know there's there's dynamics that you want to like you, there's maneuvers you want to use to get around people and always circle around okay but like the thing that really blows my mind is like the advanced maneuvers in this thing like the cobra thing he does oh yeah we're just like because not every plane can do that it's like depending on what plane you're flying which one's like, that that's the one where like he someone's behind you and you just like instantly pitch up the nose of the plane so that it the the wind catches you and you get sail like you, you, you hit the brakes real fast you fly basically. behind him and then you come back into it so cool it's a like and that's a, like you see something like that and you're like okay that's not that complicated but like to actually pull it off to do all the things that you need to do like move the throttle and the stick oh and all this yeah and the, the amount of energy being exerted on your body just to yeah like not the pass out, it's yep. fucking wild that like every time they're in a plane in this movie my heart was pumping like yep. that training sequence where he's like schooling them and he's like oh yeah if you can if you can shoot me down then I'll I'll do 200 push-ups. If I shoot you down, you just 200. And then he takes each one of them to school at a time. Right. And each way is so fucking cool, man. Each time he takes someone down, you're like, oh, oh that's so sick. I wish like I had seen less of the trailer because I knew he was gonna blast in between them. Oh yeah, yeah. But I still, when I... it happened, I feel like I was still kind of like nice because they're like, whoa, yeah. like they didn't expect it. And that's real, man. They did that. It's crazy. I don't I don't know how much. Yeah. Did of they the actually do that? That seems, that seems really dangerous. They could also cheat that. With probably perspective yeah, a little yeah. bit. There's only one shot in this movie where I was like, that was CG. When and the, they came out of the bridge. That, oh, okay. that was like, there was oh. one shot where they're turning. I'm like, that, it might not have been CG, but my it brain probably, was like, no, nah, no. When nah, that, that helicopter gunship was about oh, to blow, yep, them, yep. blow them away and then it just gets eviscerated yeah, that's in true. flame. That's that was probably CG. They should have made that practical, man. That would have been awesome. That would have been awesome. What do you mean? Like, actual, way too actually, like, blow up a helicopter? Yeah. Jeez, that's what Tony Scott would have done. I mean, it is. Argue with that. Argue with that. That would have been tough to do. That snow would have all melted. They go. You only got one, one chance. Shot. Well, I mean, even just the cost of blowing up a helicopter. They got the money. Well, like, okay. Yeah. Did they? Did they blow up the SU fifty seven? Like no, that, they that didn't last shot. Those, no, I don't think those are that's, real that would be CG. No, they could have done with a miniature even. They could do miniatures. I think all the planes blowing up are that's CG because it's just too expensive. Yeah, why would you do that? Like yeah. a SU fifty seven. I don't know how much it costs. Even a on the original million. one, I saw some footage where they had bigatures of planes. They were like six feet wide. In mm. front of a green screen, so yep. they mm. do stuff like that. Yeah. No, it it's you can't do everything practically, but this movie does enough practically that my brain stopped fighting it and just like it went with it. And it's it's such a refreshing experience because we're so used to being inundated with computer effects that nothing is that thrilling anymore. Yeah, like until you're at the level of like I don't know, say an Avatar, where like everything is CG and it's like almost like your it goes so far that your brain accepts it, it passes the uncanny valley. Uh, it's just like I'm so uninterested yeah. in CG. Yeah, that's why it's so important to have a large part of the marketing be about how real it was. Oh, 100%. Because if you don't know that and you just assume, eh, yeah, you yeah. Can I make. think particularly for this movie because I feel like people, we, we hear this all the time for some some movies where they're like, oh, we tried to do as practical effects as much as possible. But when that means like, oh, okay, we had 
you know, a, a puppet instead of a CGI character. I'm like, okay, that's cool. f- you might as well have just made it CGI. I don't care about that. Like when Star Wars is like, oh, we instead of having like CGI aliens, we have like everyone's wearing this big mask or something. I'm like, it doesn't look like that, that much that better. St- I like that stuff cause just because it like makes it all feel more grounded, but yeah. it's not nearly as effect- important right. as in this Yeah, movie. like I don't that, know, man. That, I, so that kind of thing, it doesn't really, I'm like, oh, you could do either way. It doesn't really matter to me. But this one, like we're saying, you can feel it. There's a there's a it Jurassic Park the trailer where like it oh, shows yeah. the Jurassic Park logo and then a, a shadow of a T Rex comes over the logo and then suddenly an actual T Rex rips through the paper kind of thing, and it's full CG, and it looks Stupid. not better, maybe worse than the original movie from '91 or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Yeah, I mean it depends on the CG. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah like, Tom Cruise, man, he he might be the best action star of of all time. He's certainly he in the top ten. He he just knows. I think he knows, like you said, the metagame of what to sell to make it feel like everything is real. Right. Because uh, it's like it's like method acting. It's like how, how much better is method acting actually making it? Mm. But the fact that you knew, know that someone method acted. Yeah. Then yeah. you're like, wow, that's that's really And they authentic. hit a cool sweet spot with this one, too, because it is, you know, aviators and aviation enthusiasts are going to like it because there's just not that many aviation movies or content out there. Um, especially like Hollywood level. So you're going to like aspects of it, but they still make concessions to make it a good movie. So yeah. in the, fr- like, for example, yeah, they're doing a bunch of maneuvers that are real maneuvers, but you'll never get these planes close enough to each other that they're in one camera shot. They don't do the, right. none of this stuff happens at that, those distances. So yeah. it's a movie, put them together or else there's no story. We need to <laughs> tell a story with these planes yeah. in the air. So yeah. you're going to have to do things that just aren't real. And it's the same thing in the first one. They have a lot of, you know, when they're, they're tailing each other and they're like, I need to get tone, beep, 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 missile lock. Yeah. They're like, yeah, that's not a thing. But that's, <laughs> <laughs> but that's how you tell a story yeah, in yeah. the air. Uh, have, yeah, there was drama. a lot of, there was a lot of like talking to, themselves like there's a couple points when he when maverick is like talking to him so he's like don't let him get you maverick <laughs> i'm like what are you just who are you talking to like he's the just like in the pilot yeah. by himself and he's like okay yeah i gotta pull off this this turn it's like who are you does, no one does that i don't know Maybe i can't pilots. imagine a pilot are you be, a pilot you think- no but i can't imagine <laughs> kidding, someone like by themselves and like okay don't let him get you just remember like remember no. your training <laughs> like, that's definitely know. a movie thing. i could do that I could yeah do, that could happen uh, i don't sometimes. know um and then uh the other thing that kind of struck me as like kind of cheesy and like kind of like i don't know if we needed this was um rooster and maverick when they kind of go into that like death spiral and they're going down and it's like an emotional moment and they're like you can pull out anytime buddy it's like oh i can i can go as low as you and that's saying something it's like oh boy (laughs) (laughs) i groaned i was like oh god it's cool though the the like actual danger of it and it's cool because i was like oh yeah just like pull out of it it can't be that hard but i'm like oh you can't though because you're kind of like locked in together they're playing chicken yeah it's dumb. also that's like when silly. when you choose to pull out, that could be dangerous. Yeah, because right? if you do it wrong, then you'll clip the other person. That's what I, my reader yeah, when I, guess I was so. watching it. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure there's a way that could. Yeah, but I'm sure there's also a way you could pull out of that and not have it be that big of a deal. Well, your ego's in the way. No. Yes. Yeah. They're most. They're mostly playing chicken there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, like what do you guys stuck. think of that character dynamic of Rooster and Maverick? You guys like like that little journey they go on? Yeah, I liked it. I think it worked for me. I think it was really great that they added in the whole thing about Maverick getting uh, obstructing his career path and mm-hmm. pu- pulling his papers, whatever that means, shredding his application so he couldn't join the Navy. Because if it was just you killed my dad kind of thing, yeah, I, I was yeah. 
I thought that was lame and contrived and unrealistic. Totally. Uh, yeah. But when they added that in, that was like a personal attack kind of thing. Yeah. And that made sense to me because if it was just my dad died while you were flying, like he would have process he would have yeah it would have been explained to him in a way that was justifiable i think he would have gotten over that like it just didn't seem realistic if that was why he was mad at maverick right. but it wasn't and so that works yeah. and it works because it's tied to it as well because it's like in from his perspective he thinks that maverick pulled the papers because he's worried about him like he's he already lost uh one friend he doesn't want to lose like a, a son mm. and so it kind of works thematically and also didn't he them. say that Actually, his mom told him to do that. Yeah. Well, that's what—that's the real reason Maverick did it. Yeah, but he doesn't. Rooster doesn't know. Rooster that. doesn't know that. So, and I love that he didn't like. That's never actually revealed to Rooster because yeah. I was like, that's a really good reason and not to let him know. Yeah. Well, and I, it would, makes sense because he doesn't want to. He doesn't want Rooster to resent his mom. Yeah, either. exactly. Yeah, he's, he's still alive. He can deal with. And it. And like Penny says, oh, that's a hard decision. I'm like, yeah, it is. Yeah. That's a good decision. Yeah. I think the movie does a <clears throat> good job with. It's little limited story and limited dialogue. I think everything it does is fairly efficient. I wish it was more limited, though. Like, I don't need you sneaking through her window at night and her 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 daughter's like, don't break her heart again. Like, what does that have to do with anything? I like that stuff. I thought it was true. This movie could have been 45 minutes. What do you mean? What does that have to do with anything? I don't care about his love life. I think I agree. It's It's characterization for him because he has denied promotion. He's like kind of stuck exactly where he was back, uh, you know, at the end of the first movie, right? He hasn't settled down with anyone. He hasn't accepted promotions. He's still doing the exact same thing he was doing 30 years ago. And so now he comes back and like Penny's like, hey, you know, here's an opportunity for you to kind of like fulfill your, your promise as something other than just a body in a seat, you know, it's okay, like, you I'll can, take it. You can I'll do something. It. Yeah. Change my, you changed my view. <clears throat> yeah. And because, you know, yeah, he's disappointed people. Now he won't do it anymore. Um, man, that him texting Iceman was super weird though. Are we in nitpicks? No, I don't no, we have big things I, to talk about. I feel about. like we're just threading all the nitpicks throughout. Yeah. How did you, yeah. What do you think of how they handled Val Kilmer? I, okay. At first, before it was revealed that he had cancer and they were just texting, I was like, why am I looking at a slow-ass text conversation right now? Why doesn't he just call him? Yeah. Later on, they made sense. It hurt to talk, so they wouldn't have had calls. But well, have th- you, that kind of pissed me off. On like a meta element, did you guys know how hard Val Kilmer's had it for the last couple of years? Wait, is he actually sick? I oh, had he, no he had idea. He had a trachectomy. Or what yeah. It was, yeah. Oh, so I had he, no idea about I, that until he just actually now. had throat cancer, and I, can, he can't speak. I yeah. did not know that. Yeah, okay. And so I was, I've seen like photos of him, and it's, it's like one of those things where it's like it's hard to see that that happened to someone and so i was like a bruce willis thing i just thought he wasn't gonna be in the movie i thought it was just gonna be the text uh and i think i loved what they did i thought it was very tasteful yeah it was was very sweet i totally thought it worked and i i thought that it was just a movie thing and i was gonna ask your like hey what's your opinion on them just not talking to each other and having this (laughs) he has to read off the screen thing i thought that was really original (laughs) but okay but i I was like what's going on here and i googled it in the theater because i was like you son of a bitch (laughs) Why? Why? <laughs> Whatever. You, go to you always get mad at me, but you've never been in this landmark theater. You can't see my phone. I tried it. From upstairs? I tried it at a different theater, and I was like, this is going to annoy people. I can't do yeah, it. Yeah, no, I hide it. I put it I up close to my body, and I... You, body's longer than mine. And with, the chairs are huge, right? They're like Yeah, they're recliners. big, giant chairs in the landmark. Yeah. And you're in the sad. back seat, the back row. That's why I tried. In this one, I wasn't, but I was like you three rows in front of the next people. It was all good. Don't three worry, rows in front of the next people. Yeah, there was like very little people. Basically on top It's funny. Uh... The the Not text landmark. conversation sort of reminded me a little bit of the rocks in uh, everything everywhere all at once, and it, it's weird because it just hits different. It's very mm-hmm. simple. It's just like a like a couple words, 
Uh, but when he says, like, you need to let go and it stays on screen and then Maverick kind of delivers a little mini monologue. It does and he, hit differently, And he just, it? like, points at it yeah. again. Yeah. I, I think it just, it, it, yeah, it hits, like, a different part of your heart and it really worked. And for me, knowing that, like, Val Kilmer can't speak, uh, I don't know, it just, like, really affected me. Like, that might have been the part of the movie that affected me the most in a mm. positive way. I yeah. like the comic relief that ends it, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who's the better pilot? Yeah. <laughs> like, let's not ruin this moment. Yeah, this is a nice moment. Let's, <laughs> yeah, that was good. I didn't. I didn't find myself getting like emotional at all in the movie. I just had a good time. Like I, I, yeah. I was in a good mood. Yeah. It was fun. But the, I, I, I was fist pumpy. I was very yeah. Like, yeah when Hangman comes in and blows it up, yeah. I was like, fuck yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I had some fist pumping moments, but I wasn't like, oh man, I'm really feeling like a positive emotion here right now. You know? I thought you would have cried. Really? Cried? I had so. There's a couple moments where I was this like, is the cheesiest movie I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, but you love fraternity. When all the guys are hugging I at do, the end, I like, do. yeah, we did And it. I think that's why that's what made me notice it even more that I wasn't mm. really affected that much because I was like, this is something that would affect me, but it's not. And yeah. I think that's just because, it's just because like the movie is so upfront about it being like, this is an all-American good time. Yay, America, boo, bad guys that we don't know yeah, who are actually literal, fighting. Literal American yeah. flag backdrop. I wrote down, yeah. I'm like, I know it's cringe, but I have to say it's kind of weird just to have the one mission be like ensuring American neo-imperialism. Like we're just like <laughs> making sure that our- Western, not American. Hegemony, hegemony is still good it to go. It was to protect but, Europe. Yeah, I, yeah, and again, I'm pro-NATO, you know, but it's like a- <laughs> But it was like it was just kind of weird to have this like faceless, nameless enemy. That was super weird. That are flying Russian fighters. It felt so. very international market conscious yeah. Yeah. to me. They're, they're yeah, they're flying Russian fighters. So yeah. you could say like maybe they're but Russian. Russia has but exported the Su fifty seven to other countries, but like, um, yeah, it was just Definitely, kind of yeah. I like but that. at the same time, it's like it's I, I it's almost like for a movie like this, we'd prefer, which is why it makes sense, we'd prefer to not know who the bad guys are because then that then you're thinking about politics, then you're thinking about all these well, things, I, I was and wondering you don't want to think about it because it's a Russian fighter. Just make it, it Russian. <laughs> well, Come no, on. I was wondering if maybe well, it's clearly not Russia. Just, it was it was it, it would be like Putin. A, a he's in the plane. Yeah. Putin is in the plane. <laughs> <laughs> he takes he's the helmet. <laughs> <laughs> no one knows my symbols. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need a fan edit. But I I was wondering if maybe it. Russia was name checked at some point and because of the invasion to like mm. of the Ukraine they're like eh, it's just not I doubt it I doubt they ever well it wouldn't be Russia because it's an enrich it's a u- uranium enrichment plant which ah. like Russia already has nukes That's so fair. it would be like another state Iran yeah it was shot in Washington though wait does Iran have oh, really? nukes now yeah. I'm not I don't know oh the snowy part yeah. that was cool they they switched up the terrain to make yeah. it feel different for the final cool. battle yeah, are we at the final sequence? Because that fucking final sequence is so sick. It's the point. Great. W- oh, go ahead. I'll come in later with this. No, I just I like like I had previously mentioned knowing every detail of the mission and then seeing it play out, but with like kind of like little extra modifiers because it's real. Like they've had this virtual course they've had to fly. Now there's real mountains. Yeah. They knew you're there really was the like, sand. Like you're agonizing over the minutiae at that point, right? Totally. Like, can he go fast enough to make this turn? Will totally. he make it through that bridge? What if it's different than what they trained? Totally. And every shot of those like missiles that they have to fly under, it's so like, oh man, are they going to be able to do it? It's so menacing. And then like they hit the, the crater thing. Oh, fuck yeah. man. It's so Yeah, because so before they were just going, I'm at this point point in our virtual canyon i have to pull up uh, yeah. just in the air there's nothing in front of them there's no physical barrier in front of them in the train yeah and now there's an actual hillside there i love right? the shot where like maverick is kicking up the snow from the mountain and it's like obscuring the other yeah. pilot's view for a second i thought that was going to be an issue totally. yeah especially because in the first movie the they get washed out it's the it's like what not rotor wash that's a helicopter thing jet wash from the <laughs> other jet oh, uh, yeah. that disturbs the air that makes them crash and that's why goose 
Nice. Ultimately died. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, dang. So that's, I was triggered from that. Yeah. <laughs> they knew what they were doing. They knew what they were doing. Yeah. That was, it was a good moment of tension. When, when um, Maverick gets shot down there, I literally was going through all the contingencies in my head and I thought, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. I do not know which way they're going to take this movie. If he died like that right now, that could be it. Right. Like, they could go that way. Yeah. He, well, I knew he was They spent dead. so much time having <laughs> no him. way. He produced this movie. Tom yeah. Cruise would never do that well, to Tom himself. Cruise, yeah. Tom Cruise will always make himself the hero that wins in the end. Um, but he, I, I like that the movie invested a bunch of time into making him say his goodbyes because there was a part of my brain that was like, well, maybe. Yeah. Maybe like maybe the movie ends with like just the young people stepping up or something. Yeah. And they kind of set it up because even early in the movie, he's he kind of assumes that he's going to be on the mission yeah. before they tell him he's just a trainer. And so if he had died, I would have seen that as like foreshadowing. Like mm, it was, it was yeah. kind of all set up. Yep. If he had that died, he, when? It died in the mission because it seemed like he already took for granted that he was going to be flying. Oh, I see. Yeah. Right, and right, that it was sorry. possible and that that was just going to end his career well, in service. It was super unexpected to me that the movie had just like this a little extra coda tagged on because I'm like, oh, wow, they, they pulled off the mission. They're going to go back. Like, there'll be one more dog fight and then they'll make it back. But like, He's on the ground, and I was like, "Wait, like, is there gonna be like a he's captured section, or like he's like a prisoner wolves. of war, like?" <laughs> or I just was like, "Is he gonna have to like fire a gun?" And I was like, "Please don't have like fire yeah. a gun." That would felt off. But I like that they. I definitely was feeling the same way as you were. I'm like, "Ooh, we're we're we are exiting Top Gun land. This yeah. is dangerous. Now this is like a straight up war movie. Like it's funny behind that it enemy lines suddenly. Yeah, it doesn't. Fe- it's, it's funny that the movie doesn't really feel like a war movie. No, it feels like." You know, it's like a sports movie. It's more of a sports totally. movie. Than that's how they saw. That's how Tony Scott saw the first one, and and the screenwriter. That's you know, why there's locker room scenes right. in the first movie because as there's I'm no locker rooms in Top Gun. As I'm saying this, I feel like I'm like, oh wait, have I seen an article talking about how Top Gun is a sports movie and not a war movie? And I think I have. Yeah, yeah so well, that's, that's why it came from. <laughs> they have that trophy, and Iceman and and Maverick are both vying to get this trophy at Top right. Gun, but at at the real Top Gun, which exists. There's no trophy and shit. Yeah. It's not about the individual. It's all about teamwork. Yeah, and so, I had a moment where I was like, these guys are trying really, really hard to be at like the top of the leaderboard to be like the best player on the team. But I'm like, if you win, you're going to go and maybe die. <laughs> so it's like, maybe you want to not try so hard. Yeah. Uh, obviously, that's like the weasel in me talking. But like, you know, they, <laughs> they signed up They signed up to be fighter pilots going into dangerous yeah, situations anyway. mental programming to yeah, want yeah. to die as heroes. Right, they've been brainwashed. Yeah. MK Ultra. But <laughs> fortunately, they're not on the ground for long. They basically just run right to a plane. Yep. And I thought that was such good fan service. Yeah. It's like, yes. it's an F-14. Like, yeah. like, yeah. And then even yeah. the fact that Rooster has to take Goose's seat. Yes. Yeah. I didn't even see that coming. And I was like, yep. that is perfect. And then it's such an epic dog fight. Like, I love, I love oh, that whole so build up when it's like, okay, are they going to discover us? Like, do they know? And then they do the sign thing. It's like com- comedic build up. But then it was like, it's go time. And he just starts firing on the one ship. And then they're fighting. And like, he's just so outmatched. Yeah. But he's just the best fucking pilot. It's, I like, I'm going to say it again. This movie is fucking exhilarating. Yeah. It's exhilarating, man. Dog fights can be kind of like pretty straightforward things where it's just like, okay, oh, he's on my tail. Okay, whoops. Okay, I looped around and I got him. All right, let's keep going. But the way that this movie is able to make each dog fight feel like. Like there's something wrong. There's yeah. some some like uh, weird obstacle that they have to get over that isn't just like a normal like oh I'm out of missiles. It's like no we're in a fucking yeah. F14 Tomcat. We don't stand a chance. Yeah, and every there's, there's 300 so breakers back here. I don't know what I'm yeah. doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I never saw exactly. back there. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah, that was all good stuff. Um, the and, one problem that I had with this ending scene, the 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 whole like end arc battle thing, is the weird editing 
uh, where we see, okay, so Maverick gets shot down, shot down, the fighters are returning, they're like, oh, we have to go back, no, you can't go back, blah, 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 and it just kind of like zooms into Rooster's face, and then it cuts to black, and then we're on Maverick, and I was like, what? And then it shows that, oh, okay, Rooster came back to save you, blah, 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 but I was like, this is so weird, because I mean, we've Huh? No. no, no, he's talking about when Rooster comes back to save him. It, oh, yeah, there, there. Yeah. Okay. And then Rooster comes and blows up the helicopter, and then he gets shot down. But I was like, wouldn't this have been so much better if we saw Rooster go through this like decision to be like, no, I'm going back, or whatever. I just felt like it was kind of like, we just kind of like cut out one of the most important parts of the movie, which is Rooster... Like an emotional part of the part movie of his for character, the character. Yeah, part of his character is kind of being cautious, right? Like Hangman... And, and Maverick are just kind of like, hey, we're the best. We're going boom, boom, boom. You know, like, yep. we don't think, just do. And Rooster is a thinker. You know, he's like, hold on. No, I'm, I'm, he's going slow in the beginning. And then they have to tell him, don't think, just do. And then he speeds up. It's like, that's part of his character. And so that would, that would like solidify the arc for him to be like, no, this I is what I have to do, to do even yeah. though it's scary, you know? So they made the decision to sacrifice that in order to gain a surprise. Yeah. A yeah, surprise but it wasn't really it that wasn't, much of a surprise. Like, like, a we surprise. know that he did it. Yeah. As soon as he wakes up, you know, he's not dead. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, okay. And we know that we know the rooster's probably coming back or someone's yeah. coming back. Yeah. It's not going to be Hangman. I don't know. I like when they met up in the forest. Yeah. And, and he, he's like, You told me to yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's I, a good moment. I wanted Tom Cruise to reply, Well, that was stupid. <laughs> I saved your life. No, I saved your life. So yeah. you wouldn't have to save my life. I, even the. <laughs> That was good. Even the beginning of that scene when he just runs up to him, you're like, oh, he's going to give him a hug and he just shoves him to the ground. <laughs> he ran, nitpick, he ran for far too long in that flight suit. Although, I mean, it's movies. He can't just be walking around and be boring. But mm-hmm. I was just like, you're running in the snow with all that gear. You're going to last like 20 seconds. Yeah. And it's Tom Cruise. He's in the shape, shape of his life at all moments. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He One will thing, never die. He briefly mentioned that like the, tra- the pilots trained for this. One thing that I think is really cool is that he designed the training for them. So he right. specifically designed this three-month program. I think that's a cool little meta thing where it's Wait, like... Wait, who did? Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise yeah. designed Tom Cruise training? was not an aviator before being in Top Gun. And when he made that movie, that was what sp- kicked off his now lifelong interest in aviation. And since then, he has a commercial pilot's license. He can do fixed wing. He can do helicopters. Yeah, he flies the helicopter in Mission Impossible 6. Oh, wow. Which we will have to fucking cover at some point. But, I love that movie. <laughs> so we'll talk about that in Now Playing. Yeah, yeah. But... Yeah, that's pretty bad. So then he, yeah, Dang, that's crazy. Yeah, he designed but, the training for these people. But like the training in real life, yeah. yeah. Or he designed like the fictional training thing that they no, had the, the actors. real life training, which is a cool little meta thing because he's their trainer in the movie. Oh, that okay. So the training the actors have to do in yeah. order to act as pl- pilots. Well, like the like underwater rescue, the like oh, actually going through planes. And okay, they, gotcha. there's all these anecdotes and stuff of them like having to like do a controlled stall and stuff. Right. Well, there's some stuff that they would have had to do. Just because that was like the rules, right? Yeah. Like just like in the first movie, it's like you can't come in here unless you're able to do this. this They've got to have some sort of like autopilot, like remote control system. Do they not on F-18s? Maybe probably not on F-18s because they're old. But no like idea, bro. when when uh, when they that one uh, Phoenix and Bob lose control and they're like spinning downwards and they're like, oh no, I'm like, there's got to be some sort of. Oh no, wait, it's the guy who got knocked unconscious. I think it's payback. Oh yeah, he gets knocked unconscious and then I'm like. Oh surprised. no, he's going to crash if he doesn't wake up. I'm like, did they not? They must have some sort of remote. You they think not? so. I don't know. That I mean, was that was cool how they got knows? him out of that by missile locking on him to make no, more alarms on. go off. Yeah, yeah, that was good. I felt like Phoenix was going to be a way bigger character. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, I feel like she, she, was, she was almost tokenistic. Synopsis. She was like tokenistic yeah, in this movie. She's like, yeah, oh, cool, there's a girl there. have a woman. We got some like 
Latinx people. We got some black. Because <laughs> why the, is it always it's always a Latina woman in this like mar- military uh, situation? They were all white guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're tougher, I guess. Eh? It's, yeah. it's, <laughs> like Michelle Rodriguez. It's such a weird. It's, it's a weird trope. For sure. But yeah. I felt. I, I guess I felt that way even more because of the marketing. Like I saw Tom Cruise and the actor who plays Phoenix on a late night TV show. Oh. So I thought like, oh, be- cool. I thought she was going to be one of the main characters and yeah. not this Miles Teller. Well, I, f- I feel like there's a lot of cutscene. Apparently in this... Monica this, Barbero. Sorry, go ahead. I think there's a lot of cutscenes. Apparently they... Mostly for the plane stuff. Oh, like they, deleted scenes. Deleted scenes. They shot more footage for this movie than they did for the entire Lord of the Rings trilogy. What? Uh, yeah. And so... Okay. I mean like hours of footage? Yeah. Is that because there's six cameras in each cockpit? I don't I don't know what they're measuring. I'm sure this, that's a factor in it. Um, but I'm guessing that I, if this movie feels to me like there's a lot of like fraternization scenes that are just kind of like cut and there's like some big actors that are just kind of extras. Like one of the main characters in the good John place. Am? Oh the, yeah. Manny the, Jacinto. Yeah. He's just like a random dude. I just saw that the, he was in here. I was like, what the heck? In the background. He's a uh, Jason Mendoza in the good place. Yeah. yeah but uh, who is he in this movie? He's just one of the like 12 people and you see him in a close up, like, you know, like a medium shot one time. Uh, and then he's in the background for the rest of the movie. And he's like a pretty well-known person because That's of the good crazy. place. Yeah. And he's a great actor. He's Mendoza. <laughs> Simpsons. Also, um, I mean, I haven't mentioned Glenn Powell yet, but I love I this guy. I love him. He is so fucking hilarious in everything he does. But like he's oh, less that, of that's a, Hangman? Yeah. yeah. What a douche. Yeah, I know. Yeah. He's, <laughs> less, he's less funny in this. He's he's in like, um, oh, what's that movie? Everybody what's, wants some. What's the, what's the comedy, the murder mystery comedy? Did you see that? Uh, well, I can't remember what it's called. Anyway, nice. You click on his name. Jamie and Lee Curtis is in it. Um, he is hilarious in almost everything that I've seen him in. And in this one, he's less funny and he's just kind of an ass. I like him though. And I, I think he, he's he, got that good, like, well, he's I'm the, a smarmy son of a bitch. He's the perfect mirror to young Maverick. He is yes. young Maverick. He's yeah. the analog of like, who uh, Maverick was. and the fact that he's such an asshole to goose and it's just, it, it works to kind of play th- through some of the dynamics that you have to. Uh, and then even the, when he, he sees Rooster on the, the the bridge of the ship and he's just like, give him hell. And like, it's a moment of like, okay, he's grown a little bit. He's willing to take a back seat, but then he still gets his moment. And right. like, you can tell he's so pumped, but yeah. you're pumped as an audience because he saved the day. Yeah. Been, it's honestly like this movie is just from Iceman's perspective because mm. a, a Maverick saves his tail at the end. Because that's what Hangman is. Like Hangman comes in second. He gets to high five. Huh. The main character at the end on the on the deck of the ship, they have that little moment together. It's exactly yeah. Maverick, so Maverick is Iceman and Hangman is Maverick. Hang, Ma- who's Maverick in this one? Well, because Iceman <laughs> was like the best pilot, and he had like a rivalry with Maverick, right? Yeah, and then they were friends. Well, I guess it's like Rooster is supposed to be like Maverick. It's a little messy. Anyways, whatever. They're all just crazy pilot. But it guys. definitely works that Hangman gets to be. Why the do you Maverick? think they ne- they just needed him to be kind of a deplorable Chad? Does that make the payoff better when he saves you? Yes, like, 100%. And I think he just needed a little mini arc that's really clear and delineated, and they that doesn't take too much screen time, and yeah. he, he does that. It's annoying, though, like because his... it's like he, he really did not have to do that. Like, like bring up the fact that, like, oh, yeah, well, Maverick, you know, killed his dad, and that's probably why you're blah, 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 blah. And he's just like, why are you trying to egg him on like that? What What's the point? Just yeah. to be an ass. There's no point. There's no. Yeah. He doesn't gain anything. Just, yeah, it's just more conflict for the movie yeah. in the middle section. That yeah. sucks. Yeah. But he, you knew he was gonna come back into the fight. Like, not only he's he's like up. He's up to help. He's on the bench. He's like in the cockpit. Like engines are idling. He's like ready to fly. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna come back. I take issue with his little quip when he did save their asses though. What he, he say? He, I forgot oh, what he said. Your he, first savior. Like, yeah, he was still. He was being smart, smarmy and snarky still. And I was like. 
I wish he would have just been a little like. Wait, really? I liked it. I thought that was I like totally was in character. It, it I works. guess it was. I just thought he would have been better if he was a little more like. Ladies and gentlemen, this is it, your guys. savior speaking. Yeah. I hear, I guess from his perspective, it's like he gets, it wasn't as uh, difficult, but from their perspective, it was more harrowing. So know, you just killed a man. <laughs> this is your savior. A maskless, countryless. That's, that's his whole thing. NPC. He's just like, he's never bothered. You know, he's, he's apparently gotten people killed and, and it doesn't really weigh on his conscience at all. He's just chilling. He's a psychopath, is what I'm saying. Okay, I mean, yeah, <laughs> probably tracks. But they're probably overrepresented at Top Gun. Um, Do you guys? I one of my problems with this movie is that at the beginning of the movie, I was like, Tom Cruise better not fucking fly this mission, and then he flies this. <laughs> oh, really? And then he flies the mission. I actually didn't see that coming for uh, some reason. <laughs> and I, because I, I thought like the arc was gonna be like he has to learn to hand off control and like mm. grow in that way. But when it kind of happened, I was like, okay, they've earned it. Like the fact that when he runs the course uh, without permission, it doesn't feel like it's, again, it doesn't feel like it's an ego thing. It feels like it's a, this is my only thing yeah, I it's can like do. No one can do it except And me. then of course they pick him. He's the only person that can do it. <laughs> and I was like, okay, fine. Like, yeah. You made it make sense movie without it being super shitty. I wonder if, I wonder if that's why this, cause this movie is technically, it would, it would fit into this like legacy sequel genre that we are talking about with like, you know, the new Star Wars and the new Indiana Jones. And then we're bringing these franchises back. We have the old actors here, but they're maybe not the main characters. They're supporting characters. He's the main character. Yeah. This is hundred percent just sequel to Top Gun. It's Maverick is the protagonist again. Rooster is there too. And he goes through an arc, but I don't think Rooster is a protagonist. hundred percent Maverick is the protagonist. And so if he didn't go through and like do the mission himself. Yeah. I feel like uh, we would have uh, the scenario in which he has to give out, give control to someone else and have that be his arc. If he wasn't the main character of the movie, if it was actually rooster's story and not Maverick's story, but this is just Maverick's story. Yeah. But it, I, yeah, I, it's I, pretty close. I think it's a pretty close split. I mean, in terms of like who changes the most, but I think of who, whose perspective you're experiencing. It's definitely, it's definitely his Maverick. perspective. It's definitely all the camera time. Yeah. And, yeah. For sure. Like, but so he's definitely the main character, but is he the protagonist? It's, it's we we it's ride the we ride so. with Maverick for way more of the movie. Ride and die. ride or die than mm. we do with uh, yeah. I mean, I'm, mm. I but he doesn't can change. He's almost he's kind of an iconic character, but he way. does change. He, he 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 actually progresses for the first time. Like we were talking about before, he's been stuck his entire life, and now he's like yeah. accepted things and moving is moving on. Yeah. He's he's made peace with this these conflicts that he had. Yeah. Big hit pick. When those when they're the four jets are flying and then they fire the missiles and they fi- fly past that shot's yeah, so yeah that's sick. a cool shot and you're just for like sure. it, the the weight of what's happening really hit me in that moment I'm like there is no turning back right like, I think someone even says that they're like well there's yep, no turning missiles back are in missiles the are in the air <laughs> that and sounded like, like John Hamm yeah. <laughs> well there's no turning back now <laughs> uh, nitpick how old is Rooster. We're like 36 years since the first one. He was at least like six in the first one. This guy's like in his 40s. I'm pretty sure he looks like he's 26, 28 maybe. Maybe th- I would guess 30 maybe. Wait, how old was he in the first one? Was he, he wasn't kid. six. He was like a toddler, wasn't he? Yeah, he looked like he was Even like Even if he's a toddler, four. he's 39. 39? This movie's like 36 years? 30 years. Old? I thought he's it was just... Four, it says he's four years old when his father died. Let's look up when, the, when the, his top The down. synopsis just said over three decades. So that's 42. Right? If yeah. he was four... Three decades is 42 years? 42 no, years it's, old. I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, this... Wait, I, how many years uh, How many years has it been officially? Uh, well, it's, it's set... The movie is 86, and he was four. So, 82. He so was he'd be four. 40. So, he'd be 40. And I bet Miles Sellers is 40. 
He's one of those people that has like a boy face. Wait, but is he this does. supposed to be in happening in 2022? I don't know. It doesn't really He's matter. He's 35. He's 35. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I just figured. Yeah, I figured he was in his 30s. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. I had a nitpick. Oh, sort of a larger nitpick, I guess. Oh wait, but, but well, as well as as long as we're talking about cool shots, the shot where Set 36 years after his predecessor, so he'd be 40. Okay. All right. The, he's uh, this dude is 100 percent not 40. I mean, no. it's Miles Teller. How old is Miles Teller? 35. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I can tell the five-year five difference. <laughs> uh, the shot where they are chasing, they they manage to get behind the second SU-57, and then the SU-57 pulls off this crazy maneuver where it just goes, and it like, yeah. it like, it does sort of the Cobra, beginning of the Cobra, Cobra maneuver like, where it gets the resistance, but then it also like spins. That's yeah. Cobra Kai. It goes, it, it changes its <laughs> yaw as it's going. And I like that both of them are really impressed yeah, too. Yeah, and they're both like, what Whoa. the hell was that? Yeah. And it's the same thing the audience is feeling because we're like, that looked fucking cool. Yeah. Nice job, Russia. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever you are. <laughs> Nitpick that they're so cavalier with those fucking bullets until it's like they're almost out. I'm like, man, yeah. you guys should have been a little more careful. Early on, they're just like, <laughs> firing everywhere. Yeah, it's true. I mean, I do appreciate how he kind of like does it in bursts and then we like get that there is like, okay, we're running out. It's yeah. not just like, oh, whoopsie, it's all yeah. gone. <laughs> it's like we have the chunks. Um. The editing, I feel like all of the editing in the Penny sequences is weird. Hmm. Like, first, when she, like, leaves the door open for him. She keeps her hand in her pocket? What's up with that? (laughs) Why is the hand in the pocket? (laughs) The second time. She uh, always has her hand in her pocket when she enters her house. So then he's he's like, huh. And then he goes in, and the editing there is so weird. A, because I'm like, I don't want to see this. Like yeah, no, matter what you say, no matter what you say, I'm just like, I'm not interested. I'm not interested in this, but then it just cuts. And I'm, I'm like, I thought there was going to be sort of a sex scene, but there's not. She, they, she lies down and then they kiss and then it cuts right to them. Like talking post-coital. After. That was weird. <laughs> He's yeah. topless. And they're suddenly. just like reminiscing. They're like, uh, yeah. Remember when we did it? I agree. That was weird. <laughs> the editing was super weird. And then again, at the end, when he shows up and he like, I guess he's showing up to tell her that he's going on the mission. He's wearing his nice white suit and everything. I'm like, why is he wearing the nice white suit? First of all, and B, there's no dialogue there. I think that is there any dialogue? Nope. No. See, I, he just kind of goes and whispers in her ear, and then they like walk outside, and it's all just like a music montage. I actually really like the way they do that visually because I don't need to hear him tell her like I'm going away, and she's like, how long would it be? I don't know. Like, I don't need that stuff. I think visually it's just like it's more concise and, and it leaves more room for my brain to be like to breathe. I mean, I guess like if we look at the type of dialogue that this movie has, that's what we would get. Yes. I feel like in my mind I was like, you could have a good scene here. For you could sure. write some good dialogue and have it not be exactly what people are expecting. But not this movie. But yeah, in this movie it would 100% just be like, I have to go, what, why, no. <laughs> yeah. Cheese. And daughter runs in. Don't break my mama's heart. <laughs> <laughs> Don't break my. Um. That's it for my notes. All right, everybody. Now playing. Now playing. This is the segment where we talk about stuff we're like watching and listening to and yeah. experiencing lately. Well, What's watch the first two episodes of Obi Wan, but we're talking talk about, about that next yeah, week. Same. No spoilers for that. I haven't seen them yet. Okay. Uh, I started Stranger Things. I'm three episodes in. Oh, it's uh, it's good. I'm excited. I'm an I, episode and a half. Mm, mm. That's my favorite half episode. The thing that struck <laughs> me so far is they're like really leaning into the horror as the body horror. So thing. much more like a horror movie. Yeah. So I like, kind of dig it. 
I don't like horror stuff, but it's working for me in this. I don't know. I like I, the, I, to me. It's the, it's like one of those like the kids are growing up. Yeah, so the youngest stories now like their actors are eighteen. Their characters are like sixteen. Sure, I guess no. They're first year high school. That's so yeah. 13, 13, 14. Or second year high or school? Or high school being grade 10 is 15. I don't know. But I feel like, yeah. I feel like what, the, what went well with some of the earlier Stranger Things seasons is the fact that they didn't go right into the crazy interdimensional stuff right away. They were like, okay, some kind of weird stuff's going on, but we didn't have like people's faces exploding in, in episode one, you know? It's like... It's like we spoiler we kind of like first. no that doesn't that does not happen I'm saying as an example oh, it doesn't happen that's a spoiler <laughs> okay as an example of things uh, that were made that made it work well for me is like okay we can get into some crazy you know interdimensional stuff and like people getting their intestines ripped out and stuff let's get to that at the end or like a, as we kind of ramp up yeah but this is kind of like. Yeah, I guess yeah, we have to be spoiler much. free because maybe we'll have a bigger discussion at the end of the season. I, I just find I've vi- only seen episode one yeah. and a half, so I, I think don't. they're doing a good job uh, amping up the storytelling quality because they've always had a good hook. Mm. Uh, and then the second season they tried to go drama and it didn't work. The third season they went back to kind of the more like '80s fun romp, and I think yeah. it really worked. That's what we need. And this, they're they've taken that, but they're going more like straight up, like more horror. Right. And I I like it. I think what they're doing with the characters is good. I think they're doing like good little visual. Uh, like moments that are really telling the story. I don't like the the style. Like the color palettes changed. Mm. I don't know if they changed cameras or if they purposely made it like toned it down. But I like the oversaturated '80s like fun vibe. Right. Uh, and this now it has like a much more dreary color palette. Yeah. Which I thought was interesting. But I like all the new characters that are in there. I'm yeah. digging it. I would say like <laughs> yeah, if you like Stranger funny. Things, so far it seems worth it. Yeah. How, how about that Mission Impossible trailer? Yeah. Let's interesting talk about choice that. because the, there's no foley. Or it's all fully. There's no... Okay, the trailer is like all music and no sound effects of the car chases you're looking at. You're just hearing the song and seeing the visuals. Yeah, it's sort of like artsy. No fully, I should say. I, I'm i beyond excited for that movie. <laughs> I love the Mission Impossible 456. It looked basic to me. But but I agree. No, but that trailer did nothing for me. And until like kind of the end where they started showing more of the stunts and stuff, I was not... I found the trailer kind of a snooze. Did I you- want to know what people want for us on the run up to that. When's that movie coming out? Next year. Oh, okay. We yeah, got time. We got time. We should do probably like two or three of those movies. I think we should just do four, five, six. Because like one, it, I mean, one is the original, but it's not the best. Two sucks. Some people like three, but it's kind of the the most dated one. And four, five, six is like a series. Like they kind of rebooted and then oh. started the push. And so it's, those ones are like clearly. Casino Royale style. Yeah. Right. And I think those are the best ones. Uh, did you know that the guy in the trailer is from the first one? Which one? Bing, Bing Rains? No, the like the bad guy from the first Mission Impossible is back in this one. Or oh, like, I didn't see him. Or he was like a former notice. Mission Impossible. Oh, the guy's talking. What's the agency called? Uh, Impossible Task Force. <laughs> I, what? ITF. That's so funny. Is that serious? It's something like that. Holy cow! It's funny that like because like because this franchise has like it originally started with this kind of goofy like spy TV show, right? Where they're yeah. like it's like case of the week. You know, oh, there's a bad guy. We're taking him down. And now it's into this like Avengers Impossible level. Impossible Mission Force, IMF. Impossible Mission Force, yeah, which is just ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah, it was like a IMF, 60s. IMF sounds like a gastrointestinal. Yeah. A I feel like they, they never call it Impossible, Impossible Mission Force. They IMF. always call it IMF, which yeah. it, like makes me think of like Monetary Fund or totally. something, but which is the way less scary. Highlight of the trailer. Or is uh, it? <laughs> yeah, my absolute favorite thing about that trailer is uh, there's not a Jeremy Renner to be seen. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah. Thank God. It, was he part of the thing? He's was he's in four five? five, I think. He's he was introduced in four, 
Um, but I think he was also in five, and I don't think he was in six, but who cares? I feel like this franchise is like the biggest movie franchise that no one actually really cares about. Yeah, like, I know you do. But well, I, like not really. But if, it never, time, if there was never another one, I wouldn't be like, damn it. <laughs> but like, but like they've, they've made so many of them. So clearly people go and see them. Clearly they do well. Clearly people want to see more. There's hype when a trailer releases. But in between that, you never see anything about it. It's been so long. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't have like a ton, ton of cash. It's not like Fast no one has a like, poster on their wall or nothing. Like Fast and Furious, there's like twelve movies or something crazy, and like people talk about Fast and Furious all the time. There's memes. There's no about, memes about IMF. Yeah, but you're making fun of it though. Yeah. Exactly, but there's no what. Do you, it's self. It's just such a weird. It's, it's a weird. Uh, it's a. It's a. So it's an interesting seven movies over twenty six years. That's like a slow pace for a big franchise. Yeah. Which I think is part of why it works. I guess so. Because we're not like, I'm not tired of Mission Impossible movies. Every time one comes out, I'm like, what the fuck did he do this time? What stupid death defying <laughs> Damn it, stuff Ethan. did he do? Yeah. <laughs> but it's almost like, it's almost like a movie comes out, people talk about it being good. And then in the intervening years, everyone just kind of forgets what it is. And then when it comes back, they're like, oh, another Mission Impossible movie. That's a thing. I mean, I'm not the best example. I can tell you what happens. In all right. Of course. Can you, can can, you hum but, the theme song right now? Uh, just, da, 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 da. No, no, it's uh, da, uh, da, 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 oh yeah, da, da, there it is. Da, da. I just kept thinking of James Bond. But yeah, I'm. Uh, da, I'm da, 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 da. I feel like the way people remember them are what which stunts happened. How long it? was his hair? Yeah, that's two. He had the bad hair. But yeah, that's it's like great hair. Okay, so what's what's two? Oh, it's when he's rock climbing Orange in motorcycle. Like, uh, motor, motorcycle. What's four? Oh, the Burj Khalifa. What's five? Oh, he takes off on the plane. Like, uh, what's three? Oh, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, guys. I've heard enough of your talk. Yeah, I've heard enough. Let's go home. I think I have enough to make my final decision. On what? To whether to jo- join the Air Force. Oh. <laughs> it is a propaganda The Navy, I'm sure. us. The Navy. You can tweet at us at TJMPod. You can email us hello at theirjustmovies.com. Or you can leave us alone. Or you can try your hand at the at the test course, baby. See if you survive. <laughs> What's your call sign? First thing that comes to your mind. Tech news. <laughs> Tech news. Okay, what, what about you? Oh, Pull, to... Pullman. Yeah, pu- <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. All right. Bye. See you later.